Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Welcome back to Travel Tips Tuesday. It is October 15th, 2019, and I want to start off by apologizing for running a little bit late tonight. Um, there's some folks that need to be taken care of and have some very VIP valuable clients. All of my clients are valuable um, and I try to treat them equally with respect and equally with priority um, and was helping some folks out. So uh, we were delayed a little bit tonight because of that, um, but that is my priority. Um, my second priority is is with, with travel, of course, is to serve you all well by doing this weekly uh, Facebook Live and podcast and YouTube broadcast. So I do hope that you um, enjoy that. So tonight, the title of tonight's episode is Walking Right Down the Middle of Main Street, USA at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. And if you caught it there, if if you've been to Walt Disney World before, you've been to Magic Kingdom, you've been down Main Street, you're probably singing that tune in your head, if you know what I mean. I'm not going to try it here because that would probably scare away everybody that is currently tuning in right now. Uh, but I do want to ask you, though, it, do you have a favorite memory about Main Street? Anytime you've ever been there, whether it's Walt Disney World, World in, in Florida or maybe Disneyland in California, uh, what's your favorite memory about Main Street? What brings it back to you? What, what are those very fond experiences that you had on Main Street, that first look that you got at Main Street USC, that first look you got at Cinderella's Castle or Sleeping Beauty Castle out in California? Um, you know, Main Street USA doesn't have any rides per se. You know, they've got the Main Street uh, vehicles out there that occasionally you'll see some guests on. But, you know, there aren't any, you know, boat rides. There aren't any roller coasters. You know, that there aren't any, uh, you know, flying carpets or astro orbiters or anything like that. Um, it's, it's mainly a bunch of shops and, and food places and, you know, different types of dining experiences. But there are some really cool attractions. There are actually a lot of them. Uh, some of them that I think that get walked by a little too quickly uh, down Main Street. These are things that you probably see and don't even know that you're looking at it. Uh, some things that are definitely worth your time uh, tuning in to check out. So, again, Main Street USA doesn't have any rides per se. No real attractions or does it? I think it does. You know, there are a lot of guests that walk into their park to get, you know, the, the iconic picture right there uh, in, in front of the castle or with that really cool shot going down Main Street with both sides of the streets and the buildings there, uh, the castle in the background. Uh, or maybe you're turned around the other way uh, and looking towards uh, the train station right there that you walk underneath uh, when you first come into the park. Uh, you, you might stop in. You might You might go into a gift shop that's there. You might uh, grab some ice cream to cool down, a, you know, a sweet treat there. You might go down to the bakery that we're going to talk a little bit and get some Starbucks coffee, get your caffeine fix before you start off the day and kind of move along. You might see some people milling around, maybe some Disney characters sort of, you know, kind of here and there. Um, but is, is it really worth spending any time there? So should you, should you devote some time, just like you would, to, to any other, other, other land in any of the parks at Main Street USA? And I think you should. I really do. Uh, because there's some things that you don't want to miss out on uh, when you go to Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. There's some, definitely some really neat things to check out. So let's get into it. And there are a bunch, a bunch of attractions. Okay, I'm going to again, I'm going to go through them pretty quickly. Uh, but I want you to kind of stay with me here. 
All right, uh, there are a bunch of attractions. I might miss one when I'm done. If you're like, you missed this, please shout it out. Let me know, okay? All right, so starting off, Casey's uh, Casey Corner's pianist. And I cannot remember his name. Ian's watching right now. Um, I actually posted a picture of this guy earlier today that, that my daughter, not this particular picture, but my daughter got her picture taken with him. Um, he's a Disney legend. The Disney legends were the, were the blue name tags. There's a very special process that they go through to get those blue name tags. So anytime you see a cast member uh, with a blue name tag, just know that they uh, basically are um, the personal embodiment of everything that, that Disney uh, as, as, a, as an organization, but also Walt Disney himself stood for as far as customer service, as far as their sort of vision, their responsibility for their job, interacting with guests, uh, you know, clients, and also uh, their their fellow cast members. So anytime you see a Disney legend, please just, just know that going into it. Ask them about it. Ask them how they, they got that name tag. Ask them to tell them tell you, you know, about about their story and how they got there. Talk to the talk to the penis at Casey's Corner because he, he loves to talk to guests. He really does. Uh, the next things down the list that I do not want to miss tonight are the Dapper Dans. Um, I actually have the ch- have the privilege of knowing one and was going to try to get him on tonight, but just due to last minute kind of stuff, it didn't work out on my end, not his. Um, this is my fault. I'll take responsibility for that. Uh, but the Dapper Dens are an amazing group of singers, the barbershop style of, of acapella that you will hear uh, going up and down Main Street. They are kind of the voices of Main Street in many ways, in many ways. Um, and kind of take you back a little bit. They're a lot of fun to listen to. Sometimes you'll hear them parody certain songs. Sometimes you'll hear them sing some Disney classics. Sometimes some originals. They're, they're, they they kind of throw in a variety of different um, different songs for you to, to listen and pay attention to. And they are a lot of fun. They love to get their pictures taken with, with guests that are there. Um, and, you know, they love applause. They love audience interaction. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to interact with the Dapper Dance. They're a great crew. Check them out next time you're there. Uh, there's also the Disney Festival of Fantasy Parade. Um, and if if you're not aware, uh, they, about a little over a year ago or so, actually might have been a little bit more than that, um, they have this giant um, parade float, this Maleficent, this giant dragon that actually breathes fire that comes down at the end of it. I hope that wasn't a spoiler for you, but it's really cool. Even if you haven't seen it and you've heard about it, it's just one thing to see that thing in person. It's just it's an amazing um, amazing piece of technology and amazing showpiece, and it's really cool to see uh, the Maleficent dragon coming down Main Street, um, you know, and, and breathing fire right there in front of you. Uh, that dragon actually had a little bit of an accident um, a year or so ago, and they brought it back within the past few months, um, and it is definitely added another little layer of fantasy and magic back to that parade. So we're happy to see. Um, the dragon back there. Uh, Happily Ever After is the nighttime fireworks spectacular that you will see at Magic Kingdom. Uh, it, re- it replaced uh, Wishes a few years back, which was the longer-running um, show that ran for quite some time at Magic Kingdom. Happily Ever After can, you know, basically uh, combines uh, fireworks. It combines projection mapping, even character uh, interactions up, or, up and around um, or character displays up and around uh, Cinderella's castle. There's sort of some magical pieces uh, to that show, so you want to make sure you've got a a clear shot. Uh, A couple of my favorites uh, viewing spots for Happily Ever After. There's one where you get sort of the whole uh, sort of panoramic view, and that's going to be 
actually right close to the entrance of Magic Kingdom towards the front of Main Street, not on the Cinderella's Castle end, but on the other end, right when you come into the into the park area. Um, it, you get a you can you clear a view of the castle. You can actually leave pretty quickly as well. You don't have to fight the crowds that are starting to get out. So if you have small children, my suggestion to you um, is to actually watch it from further back because you'll be able to get out a little bit easier, especially if you have strollers. Um, you'll be one of the first folks on the buses, and you won't have to wait as long uh, or on the monorails or boats or however you're getting around uh, property. Uh, you'll be able to get out a little bit faster that way. But if you do want more of an immersive sort of, wow, this is sort of a surround sound kind of feel for Happily Ever After, uh, you may want to watch it closer up to um, closer up to the hub area, which is where the Walt and Mickey statue is, or maybe right around Casey's Corner, that area. Uh, there are some trees and different things in there, but they did some work several years back to clear some of that out uh, to make the sight lines a little bit easier on the eyes. Um, so you can definitely find a spot, but I would recommend at bare minimum, at bare minimum, camping out to find a spot for the Nighttime Spectacular at least an hour in advance. Uh, and again, that's bare minimum, regardless of the time of year you go. Especially during the busier seasons, you might see people camping out for spots two, three hours ahead of time. So uh, at the conclusion of uh, Illuminations at, Ep at Epcot, uh, just very recently, uh, two, three weeks ago, I think it was, um, there were people that were camping out there five, six hours in advance. So that's kind of on the extreme side. But, you know, again, if you want a viewing spot, you want to go ahead and map that out. Think about that in advance. Don't just expect to, you know, grab a snack and get there five minutes before the thing starts because uh, there will be people lining up for that. Um, there's a few other things that you will see. Um, Main Street Philhar Magic, the Main Street Trolley Show is a lot of fun uh, as well. You can meet Tinkerbell at the Town Square Theater. Uh, you can also meet uh, Mickey around that same area. There is Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks. That is a different fireworks show that you'll see around um, the holiday season as opposed to you know the normal Happily Ever After show that you'll see. Uh, and again, some of these nighttime spectaculars that you'll see uh, are specific to events like Mickey's Very, Very Merry Christmas Party uh, or even uh, what's going on right now, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. They have a specific show that goes on just for it that is not for normal guests during normal park hours. So... Please keep those in mind. Some of the nighttime spectaculars are specific to additionally ticketed events. Um, next down the list, there is the Move It, Shake It, Mouse Can Dance Street Party that's kind of become sort of a modern classic in a few ways. It's a lot of fun. Um, and then there's Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. And I don't want to skip this over because somebody commented on a thread earlier on a conversation that I started uh, about some of your favorite things about Main, uh, Main Street USA. And this was one of the ones that was mentioned, or uh, the card games. You're like, card games? Walt Disney World, what's that? I've never heard of such a thing. So there's this thing called Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. And it is essentially an interactive card game experience that you can go around uh, the Magic Kingdom. Um, you can start towards the front of the park. There are different interactive elements uh, throughout the park where you, you, know, you play different cards and they have different powers. They do different things and cause different effects um, to happen. So if you're looking for something kind of cool to do uh, that'll sort of take you at a different pace through the park, you may see some different things. Um, I would highly suggest it. So if you're not, you know, go, 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 and I'm going to do all the rides, I want to, you know, eat all the food, and I'm in and out, but 
Uh, if you have maybe, if you're on, a, I would say, a five to seven day trip, I would definitely consider doing this because you'll see the park in a little bit different way. Um, if you're not just going from one thing to another, um, you will be able to observe more and take in more and soak in the ambiance more and be able to build some different memories that way. So it's a lot of fun. So again, that's that's the attractions. Please tell me what are your favorites? What are some, some things that bring back memories? Um, I will tell you that one of the things that was very common in the thread earlier uh, was the smells, honestly. You're probably like, smells, what in the world? <laughs> you know, smells, Disney, what's going on? If, if you have not been to Walt Disney World, uh, or you haven't been recently, uh, smells are one of the main things that kind of sort of drive memories. Even, you know, there's some psychological research that goes into that. I won't go into huge details about that. Um, but uh, the smells, you know, coming from the bakery, coming from, you know, the ice cream shop, uh, coming from, you know, some of the restaurants that are in the area that we'll talk about here in a second. Um, they're, they're, they're wonderful. They're pleasant. They're, uh, you know, they, they bring joy to you in a lot of different ways. So, uh, it's one of the ways that Disney honestly tries to immerse their guests in, in that experience. You're not just going to walk into, you know, a theme park and I'm not going to name like other theme parks here because we're kind of talking about Disney specifically tonight. Uh, but there are some places that you might go and, and around the food, you're going to smell, you know, that fried oil smell from hamburgers and hot dogs and, you know, French fries and stuff like that, or whatever pizza oven has been cranking out, pre-made pizza, and just sort of those odd sort of smells that sort of waft in the air, you're not going to get that at Disney. You're going to smell some very specific things that you're like, wow, that's pretty present. That's pretty cool. Uh, so I just keep that in mind. And a special shout out to my friend Nicole Nichols. I, uh, I, I tagged her in a post earlier today, but she is kind of the owner-operator of uh, a, a candle company, and she did not ask me to endorse her. This is kind of an endorsement. Um, I'm not sponsored again, so please keep this in mind. Uh, Lux Illume is one of her brands. The other uh, kind of Disney-inspired brand is called Circa 1955. So if you are looking for some amazingly scented Disney-themed or Disney-inspired uh, candle scents to sort of take you back to your vacation, please check out uh, Circa 1955. I will uh, post a link to that in the comments. Uh, regardless of what you know platform you're listening on or watching on, uh, so you can look that up if you're curious about it. So she's pretty awesome. Um, puts out some amazing products. Uh, offers great customer service as well. So highly recommend. Uh, highly recommend her products. So again, what is your favorite thing about Main Street USA? If you're listening live, if you are you know listening on delay, doesn't matter. Please message us. I would love to talk to you about it. Let's get into dining, and we are going to start at the top of the list. The king of the hot dogs, I would say, probably at all of Walt Disney World, is going to be Casey's Corner. And Casey's Corner um, has that sort of classic American uh, fare. When you think of American food, you know, it's hamburgers and hot dogs, right? They've got a lot of that for you. They've got corn dog nuggets that we love. And this is quick, easy, grab-and-go kind of food. Um, you know, it's also a great place to go to get a cup of complimentary cup of ice water. So if you're thinking, you know, it's hot at Disney, I want a way to refill my water bottle um, on the go, stop by Cases. Normally they'll have a tray of ice water sitting uh, right there on the counter. You can just walk up and get it as long as there's not like a million people in front of you. Um, some usually it's set off to the side. So even if you're not ordering food or, or drink uh, for pay in there, um, you can still skate around to the side and get one of those uh, complimentary um, kind of cups of ice water. And it is a great refresher. Uh, to kind of start your day there or fill up halfway through your day or in your day if you just need something to, to, to quench your thirst as you're going along. 
There's also the Castle Central Plaza Popcorn and Ice Cream, which is a food stand and cart. You can get popcorn and uh, some Disney ice cream treats there. Uh, you will also see Joffrey's Transportation and uh, Ticket Center, um, the Magic Kingdom popcorn carts. There are popcorn carts everywhere. People love their popcorn at Walt Disney World. Uh, the Main Street Bakery. Now, Main Street Bakery has gone through transformation a few years ago, and now they are a full-force, full-service uh, Starbucks. So if you're a fan of Starbucks, uh, like I am, I'm a huge fan of the Pumpkin Cream Cold Brew. I had one today. It was absolutely delicious, and I highly recommend that. If you're not a Pumpkin Spice fan, may not like it. That's okay. Um, but you can go in and grab your, your you know just regular black cup of coffee. You can go in and grab... Um, your, you know, your favorite frappuccino, tea, whatever it is. Again, full service uh, Starbucks. They have um, Disney inspired your here mugs, um, just the classic handle ceramic mugs, and also the uh, tumblers as well. So you can grab one of those while you're there um, at the Main Street Bakery right there on Main Street. There's also the Main Street Ice Cold Refreshment Cart, which is another food standard cart. <clears throat> Excuse me, where you can grab um, a cold drink, uh, you know, a Coke or something like that pop, soda, wherever you're from, whatever you want to call it, and a couple of other refreshment options we'll have there for you. Um, there's, again, another pop, another popcorn cart that you'll run into on Main Street. There's the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor, um, which is a great option. I'm going to talk about character dining real quick. The Crystal Palace is one of my favorite character dining options on property. Um, it is definitely one not to be missed, where you can meet Pooh and friends as breakfast, uh, lunch, and dinner character dining options and the food is great even if you have allergies you're thinking buffet allergies don't really go together all that well you tell them when you check in and they will send a chef to your table uh, we've had that happen for us where they've prepared specific you know kind of food for us and walked us over to um, the the buffet to show us what to eat what not to eat you know I have some food allergies myself they've done this with me they've done it with my children uh, so they're very very good I love 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 the Crystal Palace I go there any chance I get uh, we have some amazing memories there. So thinking about character dining, um, would definitely consider Crystal Palace as an option for you. There's also the Main Street Confectionery, which is another food stand uh, cart kind of place. There's the Plaza Restaurant uh, where you're going to get it's, – it's a, it's a table service restaurant, but it's kind of mm, – I, I guess I'll, I would describe it as kind of upper scale uh, sandwich options for you that you wouldn't necessarily see at – uh, a counter service restaurant. It has a little bit slower pace than, say, like a Casey's Corner kind of place would. Uh, there's also Tony's Town Square restaurant, which is an Italian, sort of an American Italian inspired uh, restaurant. So if you're looking to get your Italian uh, fix while you're there at, at Disney, at Magic Kingdom specifically, it's a great option for you. And last but not least, there's another ice cream cart. So if you have not caught on a theme, there are lots of ice cream and lots of popcorn carts all around. Um, kind of the Main Street USA. You're probably thinking, well, why so many? Um, there are a lot of people. Like you have to go through there and, and out of there. You know, as as you're entering and exiting the park. You know, that's where people go to shop. That's where people go to eat. That's where people go to and watch the fireworks and some of the parades. Uh, you know that you will see there. So uh, lots of options. Very quick and easy things to grab something for you. So again, Main Street USA. You're going to walk through it. You're going to walk out of it if, if you're going into the park. Um, I highly suggest <clears throat> you take your time through there. There's some really cool things to see that I even didn't that I didn't even talk about. Some unique things that are actually at Disneyland Main Street USA versus Walt Disney World. 
A uh, key example being the light on uh, in Walt's apartment above this fire station at Disneyland is pretty cool. So that light has been on because he wanted, you know, he wanted the people to kind of know that 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 he was there. So whenever Walt uh, Disney would would stay in his, you know, be in his private apartment above the fire station in Disneyland in California, um, and and the Disneyland Park uh, to be specific, kind of the their version of Magic Kingdom, though it's not definitely not a carbon copy. Um, there's some similarities, again, we've talked about, but he would turn the light on in his apartment uh, anytime he was there to let ghosts know that he was there. Uh, and in his honor, they would actually leave that light on, it's still on today, uh, whenever the park was open, uh, to remind people of his legacy and the fact that, you know, he was engaged with the people. You know, one of the things that he would say, he would always say that, that would, um, he, he would say it in a matter of speaking, but he would pass it on, you know, and, and leave a legacy to remind you know, his, his cast members, you know, his employees that he called cast members, they are still called that today, that uh, it, it's about the guests, it's about the people. So, you know, keep that in mind as you're going in there. As you see that, it's just kind of a piece of Disney history. Also, you want to look uh, on the windows. There's sort of some tributes to some uh, classic Disney employees and Imagineers and Disney family members that you'll see a lot along the way. You know, all those letters on those windows, those things were hand-painted. This was not... You know, a screen sort of decal stuck up there. You know, a lot of time is taken in uh, to the detail of those windows. There's a lot of really cool things that you'll see along the way. Again, if you just slow down a little bit and pay attention to some of the detail around you. Uh, so Main Street USA is a super magical place. And, you know, I do hope that next time you're at Magic Kingdom or you're at Disneyland Park in California that you take your time uh, taking a peek at all the little fun things there are to offer uh, around Main Street USA. So... Uh, thanks so much for joining me tonight for Travel Tips Tuesday. This is fun, again, each and every week. If you're watching this on YouTube, um, thank you so much. Please click subscribe. I uh, only have a few people right now that have clicked subscribe. If you have not subscribed on YouTube yet, would love for you to. Just go to YouTube and search Travel Tips Tuesday. You'll recognize the logo with the black and the sort of blue castle on the front. It says Tab Travel Tips Tuesday on it. Uh, I am uploading some older episodes. I'm also uploading all the new ones. Um, as I can that have come up over the past few weeks and creating some playlists for everybody. So if you have a question about something specific, whether it's resort hotel perks or dining perks or, you know, transportation or, you know, the Magic Kingdom, we're kind of wrapping up our conversation about Magic Kingdom this week. Please, please, please go there, search that. Um, give me a rating on Apple Podcast if you listen there. We'd love for you to do that. I would be greatly appreciative. And as always, my travel planning services are completely free. Uh, for you, when you book a package with me, would love to talk to you about that. There's some great promotions that are going on with Disney, as well as some cruise lines out there. And speaking of cruise lines, next week we're going to take a break from talking about Disney, and we're going to talk about something else. We're going to talk, talk about cruising. We may mention Disney Cruise Line in the process, but we're going to talk about cruising in large part. What does it take? What is it all about? What are some basics you need to be aware of going on going into planning a cruise? Uh, and how a cruise could be one of the best vacations you ever take. So, we'd love to talk to you more about that. And we do hope you have a magical evening. And we'll see you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.